To start talking about migration in the UK, let's expand the topic and understand the problem at a wider scale, talking about the immigration to Europe. This will give us a wider understanding of the problem and the topic, and then we can compare our research in Europe as a whole to the individual data of the United Kingdom, so that by the end of the podcast we can get to a conclusion and solutions for the problems caused by immigration. Now, let's start with the information of Europe. According to data presented by Eurostat, during 2017, 4.4 million people migrated to one of the European countries. This number includes European people, non-European people, and people with no citizenship. 2 million non-European citizens are included. And speaking about non-European citizens currently living in Europe, for January of 2018, 22.3 million non-European citizens were living in different countries of Europe. But what are the causes for people coming to Europe? Well, let's start with the push factors. In regions like the Darfur region, people are forced to leave their countries because of violence. And this not, does not happen only in this region. It happens in many countries, mostly Africa. Also, we have people coming from Eritrea, a country known as the African North Korea, where there is a problem with human rights. People are poor due to, due to the bad economy, and there is an oppressive government. This force, forces people to migrate to Europe. In 2014, 5% of the population went away from the country, looking for a better life in Europe. Also, we have countries like Somalia, a place where, where they couldn't achieve a central government for more than two decades, making people go out of the country. Also, in countries like Libya and Nigeria, attacks from Islamic terrorist groups have made many people become displaced and forced to go to Europe, looking for a better life. And what consequences does it bring to Europe? Well, the number of migrants coming to Europe is alarming, as places like Malta, Luxembourg, Sweden, Ireland and Cyprus have faced an increase of more than 10% thanks to migration, as they are countries in the West where the doors are open for, migra for migrants. Meanwhile, countries in the eastern, in the eastern part, where the immigrants have no way to enter, the population is decreasing until the point that the 10 countries with the faster shrinking population in 2018 were in this area. Also, places like Italy have a lot of xenophobia, as they have limited migration policies, limiting their borders and removing humanitarian protection for migrants and their access to accommodation. But Italy is not the only one. There are more European countries that have high percentages of xenophobia. Countries like Turkey and Greece have very high percentages according to results provided by the European Data Journalism Network. And places with closed borders are reconsidering the idea of letting migrants in as the natural change is decreasing in a considerable way. Natural change, for those who don't know the meaning, is the natural increase or decrease in population due to the difference between birth and death rates. So these countries are trying to follow countries like Malta that had increased a lot of their population thanks to the migrants. Now, once we know all this data in Europe, which problems does the UK have? Well, let's answer the question going to the statistics in the United Kingdom. So, according to the UNHCR, the United Kingdom is not the place with the most asylum applications. Between 2018 and 2019, it received 32,693 applications in comparison with other countries, places like Germany, France, and Spain have a higher number of applicants. 
the places where the most migrants come from to the UK, according to the UNHCR, were places like Iran, Iraq, and the previously mentioned Eritrea. And this happens mainly because of the high amount of violence in these countries and the high amount of corruption in the government, as we described earlier. These migrants come to this place by boats, and in the last three years, they have passed the English Channel and more than 6,000 applications lodged have been provided by the migrants for an asylum between 2016 and 2017. But how is this affecting the UK? Well, the answer is overpopulation. And this is happening since 1991 and will continue until growing until the point that the United Kingdom will reach a population higher than 70 million people in 2041. Complementing this, the figures shown by the Migration Observatory will tell us that between 1991 and 2016, in the United Kingdom, the population was contributed a lot by the immigration, as between 1991 and 1998, at least one-fourth of the population was occupied by the migrants, but the real impact was shown at the starting of the century when the migrants start to be at least the half of the population. But now, we left the past and we focus in the present and obviously in the future, where the population of the United Kingdom is projected to increase at least 7.3 million, as in the projection from 2016 to 2041. Each year, the population will add 165,000 people. But are there any migrants in this? Well, let the statistics answer this question. So, from the 165,000 people that will be added to the population of the United Kingdom, each year at least 80,000 people will be migrants, following the scenario in the first 16 years of the century. But how the UK has faced the amount of people coming? Well, let's talk about xenophobia and compare results in the United Kingdom with results in other European countries. In comparison to other countries mentioned before, like Italy, Turkey and Greece, the United Kingdom had positive results on the same analysis. Well, yes, that's true. However, we have to, ta to take into account the fact that after the bread seeked in 2016, young Eastern European people living in the UK have suffered of racism. Results of a survey done to 1,100 people shown that 77% of the people have experienced racism and 49% have witnessed or experienced a rise in racism since the Brexit referendum in 2016. And now, and now, what can this entire European continent and this nation of four countries can do to solve the problems created by xenophobia? What can we do as students? First, countries like Portugal, that is very famous and good economically talking, 
need to take the example of small islands like Malta or small countries like Luxembourg, where they have secure borders, but where the doors for migrants are always open and where xenophobia is not a big problem. Also, what students like us can help in their own countries is to give an example and stop xenophobic behaviors. We can treat migrants well in social media and on the streets and respect other cultures. And that way we can show an example for other people. Now, finishing with this global perspective, now let's compare the results with the ones of Colombia. Colombia currently has a migratory crisis that has brought a lot of xenophobia to the country, as Venezuelan people come to the country looking for a better quality of life. Studies reveal that there are 900,000 Venezuelans in Colombia, including the ones that are legally here and the ones that have come illegally. About xenophobia, the situation has increased over the past years. An example of this happened during the national protests on November 22nd, 2019. There was a curfew and people started spreading the rumors that they were still in the houses and destroying the city were Venezuelans. And of course there were Venezuelans among them, but most of them were Colombian people. This was a perfect example of the xenophobic culture in Colombia. So I think xenophobia in Colombia is a bigger problem than in places that, like the UK. The cause of people coming is obvious, as Venezuela is currently, currently in a political and economic crisis that forces people to grow out of their country and head like, to places like Colombia. And the effects are that for the first month of 2019, 552 Venezuelans were arrested in Colombia. This supports the xenophobic ideas that said that Venezuelan people are criminals. And what are the solutions for this? Well, I think the courses of action can be the same as in Europe and UK, of course with some other actions. For example, closed borders that only allow people that are not dangerous for society inside the country. And social programs on the streets that show people the right way of treating migrants and make people understand that they need to share spaces with them. Also, strengthening the humanitarian help in the border with Venezuela, making people feel at home, and allowing illegal Venezuelans that are already here and will not go out of the country to have a job, a regular job with a regular wage. This will reduce the possibility of them committing a crime to get money and will reduce the bad image xenophobes currently have of Venezuelans, reducing xenophobia. And finally, the students like us could try to understand their situation that many Venezuelans are living in our country and treating them in good ways, showing, their, showing them respect, and then showing our relatives and our Colombian brothers the right way of treating migrants. So now it's the time to say goodbye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. And remember that migrants need our help, and the solution is in each one of us. So goodbye, and we will see you again in a world without xenophobia.